This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. When light shines in you. Now, listen to this. The moment, pay attention now. The moment you are born again, the moment you, you have given your life to Jesus, you are like somebody that was in darkness before. Then suddenly, the life of God comes into you. Three things happen to you. Number one, righteousness is given to you, which is the very righteousness that God himself has. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, he said, He that knew no sin was made sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. What righteousness is given to you. Then the number two thing that you, you receive when you give your life to Christ is that your relationship with God restored. That was what Adam lost in the Garden of Eden when the presence of God. God used to come down in the cool of the evening to fellowship with man. But immediately, Adam sinned. The presence of God left. And then he was also driven from the presence of God. Do you understand that? But the moment that you are born again, the blood of the Lamb reconciled you back to God. You become a child of God. You have a right of fellowship with God. Do you understand now? And then the third thing that happened to you, which we are going to take it from here, is that you receive eternal life, which is the very life of God. That's why the psalmist says, he said, Thou will light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. The, can, your candle, your, the, can, the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. So the moment you get born again, the spirit of God lights your candle, that is your spirit. You become alive inside of you. Do you understand? Now, the life of God that comes into you is called eternal life. That life of God separates you from ordinary human beings. Eternal life separates you from ordinary human beings. You don't live. That is why a child of God that carries the life of God. Make, if you can attend the second service, attend the second service because I'm not preaching the, second, the same message. The Lord gave me two messages. I didn't know that I was going to preach in two service, but the Lord gave me two messages. So the second message is different for the second service. So that life of God inside you is activated or the light is enlarged by the word of God that you consume. Do you understand? Yeah. That light glows, becomes bigger. That's what Paul was saying that you renew your mind by the word of God. What is us just asking you is that you let the light of God inside of you to grow bigger. That is why the difference between a child of God that was born again 30 years ago and the one that is born again now is the amount of word inside of them, not the longevity of the time they have been in church. Yeah. Do you understand? The boy that gets born again one month ago and is focused on the word of God, we grow. And the one that doesn't take the word of God serious will remain the way they are. Do we understand? Okay. Now look at this scripture. Second slide. Look at this scripture now. Psalm 119 verse 130. Once you go, the entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So what does the word of God, what does it do inside of you? It gives light. And then it gives understanding to the simple. The simple is people who have no knowledge of God. When you are born again, you don't know who God is. You have no knowledge of God and his way. But the moment you start consuming the word of God, light comes into you. Because before you were born again, you were living in darkness. Then the light will become bigger. Watch it. The bigger the light of God in you, watch it, the less your contest with every darkness. The moment the light of God grows inside of you, there are some things you don't need to pray about. The revelation just handles. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay, now I want to play you a video clip of a research that was done 
and then they tumbled into some terrible result about the word of God. Okay, if you're ready to play the video clip, play the There was play a recent clip. study by the Center for Bible Engagement where they pulled 40,000 uh, uh, general population in the U.S. from 8 to 80, and they just wanted to see how we are engaging with Scripture. Right. And they discovered something that actually became kind of the profound discovery of the entire study. It, they weren't even looking for this, and this is kind of became the highlight of the study. Right. Um, when we're in the Scripture one time a week, and that could be church on Sunday. That's pastor saying you open your Bible, we hear the message. One time a week had negligible effect on some key areas of your life. So I'll, I'm going to spell that out more here in a moment. Two times a week, negligible effect. Now, at three times a week, there was a blip on the map. Like, there was a heartbeat. Something happened, again, a heartbeat. Okay. But here was the profound discovery. When we're in the scripture four times a week, it literally spikes off the chart. You would expect that it'd be one, two, th I mean, there'd be a gradual incline right. on the effect and impact that would have in your life, but it was literally one, two, three, four, something radically happens. Okay, you got my curiosity. To this what, extent. What kind of behavior is being affected? Feeling lonely drops 30%. Wow. Ang like four times a week in the four Bible. Four times a week in the Bible. Okay. Anger issues drop 32%. Uh, bitterness in relationships, marriage, a relationship with your kids, and so on, drops 40%. Alcoholism drops 57%. Feeling spiritually stagnant. You know, if there was one area when I'm talking with people that, that they'll be honest about is they just feel spiritually stagnant. Ask them the question, how much time are you spending in the Scripture? If they're in the Scripture four times a week or more, it drops 60%. Wow. Viewing pornography drops 61%. That's very important. Now, on a flip positive side, sharing your faith wow. jumps 200%. Wow. Because you have a confidence in God's word. And then discipling others jumps 230%. That's, that's amazing right there. Praise the Lord. Now, you, can, you, you saw that. Let's go back to the slide. Then we will do the analysis one after the other. You, you saw the effect of the scripture. Just reading the scripture four times. How many days do we have in a week? One, two, three. Does it have any effect? No. But the moment it jumped to four, because four is greater than three. Okay, let's go to the next slide. Okay, next slide. Okay, 40,000 class sample of eight to 80 years old. So they covered every age possible from age eight to age 80. I mean, and then 40,000 people. So you see that there is no, the margin of error is very, is very small. Do you, you notice that? So watch it now. So next slide, next, uh, next one. You see, one to two times per week, negligible effect. That is, you come to church, watch it. You come to, the only time you hear the word of God is when you come to church on Sunday and when you come to Bible study. After that, you don't touch the word of God. What, what effect does it have in your life? Negligible. You see that now? You see that now? Why some people have not been growing? Number two, okay, the next one. Three times per week, small or little effect. So after Sunday and Wednesday Bible study, once a while you open the Bible and just read and do devotion by yourself, you say it just have a small effect on your life. Do you see that? Now, this is not here. This is a research that was done. Praise the Lord. Then the last slide. Four times per week. What does he have? Massive or major effect. Because four is greater than three. Do you understand? Because you have more ratio 
of the days in the week that you are in scripture than the days that you are not in scripture. Now, imagine what will happen to you if you decide from this service that every day I must sit with the word of God. I must have devotion. I must read the scripture. And then, let me tell you something. I've discovered over years. I gave my life to Christ in when I was a very young boy in 1986. You see how far away it is? Very young boy. I've discovered over years that the devil will make every effort for you not to stay in the world. Because he knows that the entrance of the word of God will bring light and light will liberate you from darkness. The devil knows. That is why when Jesus Christ gave the parable of the seed sower, he said the one that fell by the wayside is the one that even he received the word of God but without understanding. And what happened? What did the devil did quickly? He approached and stole the word so that the word will not be able to have effect. The devil fears nothing but the word of God because he knows that the word of God is the weapon of mass destruction against the forces of the kingdom of darkness. That was why when the devil was engaged with, with Jesus, what was the weapon that Jesus was using? It is written. Why could he say it is written? Because it is inside of him. It was inside of him. It is written could be quoted because it is written was inside of him. Why? When he was a young boy, he was already in the temple discussing the scriptures with scholars. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's go to the next one. Now watch the positive side now. He said, when you stay in the scripture four times a week, what will you notice? Loneliness drop. How many percent? 30 percent. Because when you stay in the world, you are staying with God. Mm. And then in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. You don't feel lonely with God. Yeah. You don't feel suicidal with God. When you are conscious of God, that is what brings the consciousness of God's presence. That's what gives you confidence that there's a, there's a God with me. I'm not alone. It is when you stay in scripture. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you catching something this morning? Yeah. Let's go to the next one. Anger issue. Drops up any percent? 32%. Your husband, your wife, your children, everywhere. Have you been to some office and you feel that the guy fought with a tiger before coming to the office? The guy is just angry with every, any little things. If that guy has been in the world before coming, it will not be like that. You know what I noticed? When people stay with God for long, they become more loving. Because the image, the true image and presentation of God is love. When people have been with God and they come out, there's a radiance of love that flows from them. They are just approachable. They are just nice to be around. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the next slide. What happens that? Bitterness in relationship draws how many words? 40%. You're relating with your wife or with your husband, with anybody, no bitterness. And I told you, when somebody's full of gospel, God's presence, God's love is natural to you. You have no capacity to be bitter even when you are hot. No, 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 no. Forgiveness flows out of you. You know, I tell people that by the grace of God, I package your forgiveness before your offense. Before you offend me, I've already packaged your forgiveness. By the time the offense wanted to, is about to land, I release your forgiveness to you so that my conscience is free from any offense. Because I just love to walk in love. Because that is the best life to live. Praise the Lord. The next one. Alcoholism or addiction draws by how many? 
57%. So there are some things you struggle with. You know, I was telling you that there are some things that you struggle with in your personal life, but the more light that comes into you, you don't even need to pray. It just drops off you. Alcoholism and any form of addiction, how many, by how many percent will they drop? They drop by 57%. The next one, sir. Spiritual stagnancy drops by 60%. You grow. Because the more light you carry, the more revelation you are carrying, the more you are growing in the Lord. You will grow. You don't need to struggle to grow. You just stay in the word of God. The next one. Viewing pornography drops by how many percent? 61%. It is emptiness that makes a man or a woman to be viewing pornography. And then the lack of the awareness of God's presence. Do you know? It's a, the Bible says, by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. When you are conscious of God's presence, there are some things you don't do. You know, you just, you just, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Nobody's watching you, but just say, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. I, I can't touch this. Next, sharing your faith jumps by how many? 200%. You know, the man says, because you have confidence in God. If you listen to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, yeah. say, because you have more confidence in God. Do you know why you share your faith? In uh, the South, the Yoruba people used to say that when your medicine, you are assured of your medicine, you used to hit your own head first. <laughs> When you have confidence in God, you are so you are looking for opportunity to tell other person. You are looking for opportunity to tell him, man, the solution to your problem is God. Jesus is the one that we undo it. But when light is not inside of you, how can you share the light to others? Do you understand? You are the light of the world, but when your light is not bright and it's not shining, you have no confidence in sharing the God. You are not even sure of your light. Praise the Lord. Discipline and helping others to grow. John Barmeni, 230%. You are excited to help others to discover what you have discovered. You are just excited because you know what to say. You just know what to say. Somebody come to ask you a question about your faith. You are so full. You just, you just roll quickly. You are excited. Ah, ah, ah. Come, 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 come. Remember somebody, I was sitting in the plane, I was, I was, I was traveling somewhere, and then the, the white guy sitting beside me, he said, you look so happy. I said, these guys look for trouble now. <laughs> I look so happy. I said, I will tell you. I will tell you. That is it. We started the gospel. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Then look at this word of God. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. And then I'm rounding up. The Bible says, my son, give attention to my word. Give what? Attention. That is, pay attention to my word incline your ear to my say. You know the word incline? Force your ear to listen. When you come to church, incline. You know, how many of you have noticed that when, even when you come to church and the word of God is going out, going on, pepper soup and eba, and God, everything will be telling you ah, after service, you are going to... How many of you have noticed that? Different... You will be traveling. You are here, but you are already in Lagos. Different kind of things will be crossing your mind. But the Bible says, do what? Incline. Say, eh, 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 eh. When anytime your, your mind wants to wonder, you say, eh, eh, you come back here because this is more important to my life. Incline your ear, your ear to my saying, do not let them depart from your eye. Keep them in the midst of your eye for they are life to those who find them and head to all their flesh. He said, the word of God is life to the people that they must have taken hold of the word of God. 
it's your responsibility to find the word. God will not help you to find it. Amen. God already has given you the word, but you are the one that must discover the word for yourself. Nobody will carry you to church. Who must come to church? You are the one that must walk to church yourself. If they force you to church, you might not listen. That's why I tell people, most of the time, free things are not always good. Because no matter they offer you something free, when they offer you a course free, you come to the class, you will not pay attention. But if you pay 50000 to come, to, for the, you, 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 I mean, you'll be serious now. If they tell you that this course is 300000 and you paid, uh-uh, you pay attention. Do you understand? That is why it's very, very important for you to take the responsibility to find the word of God yourself. And as you find the word of God, number one, it will be life unto you and health to all your flesh. Listen to this as I round up. I tell every child of God that your greatest discovery in Christendom is revelation. And do you know that, see, watch this, I'm telling you from my long years of working with God, and then this year, I turned 20 years that I've been preaching the gospel, 20 years that I've been preaching the gospel. Watch this, I've discovered something. There is no problem that can befall you that there is no revelation in the world that, can, that will not handle it. No problem. Nothing that can befall you that God will not provide a revelation in the world. You can catch revelation in the world. You can catch revelation through the preaching of the gospel. You just, God, light will just, bam! Just, hey, I got it. No problem. The only problem you have is because you are not assessing revelation by staying where the word is preached and then by searching the word yourself. Anytime you sit down, you say, Holy Spirit, open the word of God to me. I plead the blood of Jesus for access. The heavens open and light begin to shine. And as you read that thing, your spiritual and mental faculty is having a divine interaction with heaven. And anything you are going through, you will see solution. I'm telling you, I've seen this over and over. And in this church, I've told you the revelation that God gave me several years ago that the problems in people's life is like a mountain. That when you locate the word of God, the word of God is like armor that breaks the mountain in pieces. That once you locate a word of God by revelation, that is the size of that problem. He says, start applying the word against that mountain every day. He says, son, no mountain can resist the power of the armor of my word. It will crumble. Nothing has been created that can stand against the word of God. Because the word of God does not return unto God void. Every time the word comes down, it must fulfill the purpose for which God sent it. Do you understand? The word of God is quick and powerful. Pastor Mulero gave us that in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So nothing can stand the word of God. So the word of God in your hand is the sword of the spirit by which you can fight any battle and win. But that is why every church must encourage their members to study the word. Come for Bible study and pay attention to the word of God. Shall we rise up to pray this morning? Your first access to the word of God is by salvation. If you are not born again, the word of God is close to you. So you must be born again. If you are anywhere in the auditorium and you want to give your life to Jesus, can I see your hands up? It's a very simple invitation. 
Or you want to be restored because you have gone away from the Lord. Anywhere you are, you want to say, Pastor Alex, please pray with me this morning. I want to give my life to Jesus. The Lord is looking out for you. I want to hand over everything to you. Where are, wherever you, you are, I want to pray with you right where you are standing. I want to pray with you quickly. Say, Father, from today, give me grace for access into your world daily. Pray that prayer right now. Father, give me grace for access. Grace for access into your word daily. Ask the Lord. Now, Father, give me grace for access into your word daily. In the name of, from today, Father, I commit. Just tell, tell yourself that, Father, before you, I commit myself. So, I am also asking for grace for access into your word daily. I ask for this grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. I ask for this grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. That Father, I have seen the importance of the world. I have seen the power of the world. Father, grace for access on daily basis. I ask and I receive right now. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. The second prayer you are going to ask the Lord. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened as I engage with your word. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Father, as I engage with your word daily, let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Oh, let the spirit of wisdom and revelation rest upon me mightily. Father, let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Final prayer, ask the Lord. Make your word sweet in my mouth. Every day I engage in your word. Let it be sweeter and sweeter every day. Ask the Lord, let the honey of your word flow out to me. Every time I engage, let the honey of your word flow. Make the word sweet to my spirit, sweet to my soul, sweet to my reading. Father, make your word sweet to me. Let the honey of your word flow to me every time I engage your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now stretch out your hand towards the altar and let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every soul under the sound of my voice by the reason of the anointing of the Holy Spirit that you have put upon me and your call to the ministry. I decree this very morning that anything that is standing as a blockage to anyone's access to the world, by the power in the name of Jesus and his blood, I declare those barriers broken in Jesus' name. Father, I want to thank you for the revelation and the understanding you have brought to your people today. Father, many of them, for the first time, they have clear understanding of why they must read the word of God. I pray that from today, the spirit of grace will take hold of everyone. That everyone that have been stagnant in their spiritual growth, they will supernaturally begin to grow in Jesus' name. I pray that in one week, they will see their change sporadic, supernatural, and unexplainable in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray the Holy Spirit, our teacher, our comforter, we engage with them as they study the word of God. And their life will never remain the same. And their light will begin to shine brighter to the praise of your glory. Thank you for your word this morning. To you alone be all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Put your hands together for Jesus and appreciate him. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, 
www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.